On today's episode of Titus and Tate, we are back from Labor Day break, and the Queen is dead, Tate. That's the news. <laughs> the Queen is dead. <laughs> I'm sorry if you're hearing it for well, well, that First was the curveball <laughs> that I did not uh, did not expect out of the gate. But, of course, our condolences to the Queen. I believe in, in, in the homeland right now, they are uh, cutting off all comedy. They are cutting off. They yes. are mourning right now. They are yes. in the mourning period. But um, we are in the U.S. of A., and yep. uh, we are going to continue making uh, college basketball games. And, of course, ev everybody's asking the same thing in America. What does the Queen's death mean for LeBron James' son recruitment? <laughs> um, <laughs> and is he the king now? Is he is the king, king now? James the king, yes. Uh, so this is our first show since uh, Bronny James did, in fact, as first reported by Tate Frazier on Ooh. Titus and Tate, uh, Bronny took his first official visit. Or did he, Tate? Because we're going we're gonna to talk about this visit that uh, I was there for um, it was, it was, I, are you I, saying it wasn't official? Oh I, my well, I don't know, man. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you what I saw and what I heard. And, uh, you explained mm. to me what the hell happened. Um, <laughs> but that, that was something that happened was LeBron James and his son, as we thought they might. And then as it became reported that they would, they did in fact go to the Ohio state Notre Dame football game last weekend. And, um, I, I, you know, I, it's certainly the big news in our world, but I think that is kind of the big news in college basketball. Is it not that, that, that Bronny yeah. James is a real life college basketball recruiter who is now officially taking visits to, to campuses. Absolutely. And he was a part of the pageantry of a college game day, right? I mean, I thought that Bronny James should have had Jack Harlow spot on college game day. I thought he should have been making the picks. I was a little upset about that, but we'll talk about it. I mean, he, yeah. he's in the zeitgeist of college sports and LeBron James by all accounts and accords wants to be a part of Ohio state mm -hmm. lineage again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> He's back. Uh, the, we, we, I did some boots on the ground journalism. I will share with you what I know, what I saw oh, yeah. uh, and, and everything else. Um, That's what I came here today for. A lot of people were like, what are you going to talk about on today's show? And I'm like, what do you mean? Brian? Yeah. Come on. It's Brian. Come on. Come on. Um, Not the also, queen. Also, we got some emails, Jim, I think. Is that right? We might, we might read some emails. Mm -hmm. I don't know. We'll see. It's a Friday show, we'll but, see. uh, We'll see how we'll see how excited I get talking about Bronny because I think this might be happening, Tate. But also, I don't know. That's what I need you. You, you have walked me through every yeah. step of how I should be feeling about this. So that's that's kind of what I'm going to do for you is like explain what I saw, um, people I was talking to, like what the whole vibe was, and then you tell me how to feel about it. And that's kind of okay. what we're going to. That's the exercise I want to do. It's going to be today. fun. Let's break it all down. Uh, all that coming up. But first, Woody Durham. All right, Tate, uh, before we get started, uh, I want to apologize to all of our uh, English or UK or whatever the hell. Canada? Does yeah. Canada count? Australia? I think so. I think who, so. There, who, there... <laughs> who does this queen represent? I never really understood that. I know she doesn't. She's not America. We fought a war to not give a damn about the yes. royals. But uh, thank you to the Tar Heels for uh, pouring that tar in the river. None, yeah. Nonetheless, the white women of this country cannot resist uh, carrying about the Royals, none of them, you know, uh, but I blame uh, the crown. I blame net. I blame Netflix I goes all the way to the top. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I did not mean at the top to uh, make light of the situation. Um, the queen was not a friend of the program to my knowledge. Um, but we still pay our mm. respects just the same. Um, yes, she never, we, we tried to have her on a couple times. She never, uh, responded. Um, yeah. but Megan Markle did respond. She said yeah. no, but, uh, she's, she, responded. she said, wait till she's Northwestern grad right mm -hmm. she That's said right. wait till wait till northwestern goes back to the tournament then i'll come on and i'll be like <laughs> exactly 
Megan, we'll all be dead by then. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> we can't wait that long. Um, but yeah, that's uh the, the yeah, there I, I apologize for uh it's very serious business. And um yeah, we, we should not be making jokes, but also at the same time, I don't know, the queen dying on on the start of the NFL calendar tate, I feel like that's kind of all you need to know about her respect for America. So yeah. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, like, no, I know what you're saying. Like, I will have to say this: uh, the Queen did come and watch one football game in history, and it was a 1957 college football game featuring my North Carolina Tar Heels wait, and what? the Maryland Terrapins. Yeah, what? The Queen only went to one football game in her well, life. Well, no wonder she's not a football fan, dude. That was the one yeah. football <laughs> game she saw. No wonder she's she, like, dude, NFL season coming up. Don't care. I'm gonna die now. <laughs> she, uh, she apparently was appalled by the Maryland fans and what they were chanting <laughs> about the Carolina team. The Carolina team was ranked and, of course, went and lost that game, of course, you know, uh, as we expect in Carolina history. But I did I did see that. So that made me, you know, pay my respects to the queen. And also, look, our entire lives, Titus, 70 years that she's been the queen. So like, we have never lived in a world where we did not have a queen. So now we have a king. Um, Do we? I, I don't. Is that yeah, how it works? We have a king. Yes. King Charles. It's not done now. I thought it was it. I thought like the, I thought this <laughs> no, was it. I thought this it's was the not final over. Season. <laughs> no, no, it keeps rolling on King Charles uh, and oh uh, who God, knows dude. what the world looks like with the king because I've only end? lived in a world with the queen. Does it ever it end? It doesn't. It doesn't end because when he goes, King William. Dude, I'm okay. Let's move on. Let's talk. <laughs> let's talk about the real king, the real, the, the real because I, I, I and the real it, succession plan. <laughs> it really is like the royal family. You get you kind of get sucked into it when people start talking about it and you're trying to make mm. sense of it. And like part of me. I don't, I don't care, but then like, I suddenly start like, I, I don't care, but my brain needs order Tate. So when you start yeah. naming people in the Royal family, like I don't care at all, but then at a certain point mm -hmm. you name enough, I start thinking like, okay, say that again. Cause I need to make the family tree and build like what the line yeah. of succession is here. It's why we like own. succession. Yeah. yeah we got to know who's coming up and like Meghan Markle and to... Pr Prince Harry were trying to be the King and queen of America slash North America <laughs> with their Canadian ties. <laughs> You mentioned that earlier. So it's a lot. It's a lot at play here. <laughs> so stupid. Again, I say we fought a war to not care about this. So I'm going to, I'm yeah. going to respect, you You're know right. what I'm going to do? I'm going to respect our founding fathers uh, mm. and, and, and not give a damn about any of this. I'm going nice. to do that out of respect because nice. I am a true American. Yeah. I'm Salute. a real American and I will, I will do that. Um, mm -hmm. Let's talk about Bronny. Let's talk about Bronny to Ohio State. <laughs> now is, let's talk about our real first family. Let's talk the real yeah. first family of basketball, the James family, um, who, I, you know, I've, I've had some people saying that I've I've done a hard pivot on LeBron and the James family. And, like, I, I, there, there's some people in my life today that are calling me out, and they're like, you know, I got to be honest, Titus. You were not too long ago saying you're done with LeBron, saying his move to L.A. signified turning his back on on everything he he pretended to care about and, and use for his whole like idea of representing Ohio in the Midwest uh, was just, was a ploy. It was, it was, it was, you know, he was using us, the, the Midwesterners, the Ohioans for his own personal gain. Um, he never gave a damn about any of us uh, and, and him going to the Lakers proves that that's what you were saying. And now all of a sudden his yeah. son is interested in Ohio state and you're changing your tune. Um, and to that, I say, yeah, correct. Facts. Yes, I do. I, I, that is what is happening. Yes. That is, that the is song exactly, is changing. That is exactly what is happening. And he is King James. He will be his son is Prince James. Um, mm -hmm. So Bronny goes to Ohio State. Uh, the, the, uh, uh, this was not a surprise to us. We, we, you, you said it on the show that this is what should happen. We started yes. as, soon, as soon as you said it on the show, I had people texting me. That's 
that's going to actually happen. Um, I, I didn't want to report it, but like, I, I didn't know how to stick. Cause like I did have the, like the coaches were like, yeah, we actually are talking to the, to the James family. We're going to have them on campus. It, it makes like, too much sense. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, holy shit, this is all happening. This is all very real. Um, I was already planning on going cause it was Notre Dame, Ohio state. And I tried to, I tried to get back to at least one football game a year. It doesn't always happen, but um, that certainly felt like one of the games to go back to. And uh, so I had already planned this trip. Ronnie was going. I was very excited about it. I found out that they 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 always um, they always practice before home games. The basketball team will always practice before home games. And I once I found out it was confirmed that in fact they are bringing the recruits, one of which will be Bronny James, to the practice. Mm. Um, I was like, this is a no brainer. I have to go to this practice. I have to report on what what it is that I saw. What what's going on here? So I'm gonna I'm gonna flesh out what this looked like now. I don't know if this, I still don't know if this was an official visit. So this is what's confusing to me because I said, I said to you a couple of weeks ago, the worst case scenario (laughs) was that this, this isn't like we we get excited about the idea of Bronny taking a visit to Ohio state, but it's not actually a visit. He's just going to watch a football game with his father who happens to be Mm. a very famous Ohio state football fan. And like the basketball part of this has nothing to do with any of this. Um, I can confirm that Bronny and LeBron and Savannah were at the basketball practice. I, I walk into the gym. They're sitting over there. I, I run into the, the director of ops, uh, Dave Egelhoff, who was there when I was uh, on the yeah. team. And, and Dave Great and I guy. go nice way guy. back. Yeah. Awesome dude. Um, he, he walks up to me and he's like, uh, he goes, we're going to sit you over there. And he points to the other side of the gym. And I <laughs> yeah, said, he's like, he's like, you're going to get yeah. away from the project. He's like, we got, we got your seat over there. And he points to the other side of the, like literally the exact opposite corner. And uh, I said, I said, Dave, I'm, I'm well-versed in how this works. I said, like <laughs> keeping me away from the recruits is a, 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 a tradition as, as, as strong as any other in Ohio state basketball. Like this goes back to, I think I was the only four year player in the history of Thad Mata's Ohio state career that did not ever once host a recruit. I never once yeah. had a every other yeah. four year player. They never they never sent anyone your way, unfortunately. No, which no. I think I think you would have won some guys over. You know what I mean? I think it was uh I think they were wrong for that. And when I asked that about it once, he said uh that was that was very much on purpose. We and I remember the line he said is like we're we're trying to get these guys to come here, Mark. Why would we do that? And I was like, This is a great point, coach. Um so I I made I said that to Dave. I was like, you uh, I, I get it. You don't have to explain. Like I've, I'm used to staying the hell away from the recruits. And then he said, actually the rules have changed funny enough that you are allowed to talk to recruits on campus. So then now the wheels are turning. Now I'm like, does that mean I'm supposed to recruit whatever? So I'm, 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 I'm like, what, what's going on here? You're like, did um, he just open the door? Yeah. yeah. Should I, <laughs> should I go over there and introduce myself to the James room? Uh, so I, I sit down. I'm watching practice. I'm uh, I'm I'm more watching uh, Bronny and LeBron. Like it's it's uh, I'm like the stand-up comedian uh, on stage, like watching the one guy who's not laughing in the club. You know, like that's your yeah. stand-ups talking about how they like fixate on the one person. You're like, why is he not laughing enough? Why is he not? That was mm-hmm. me like doing this practice. Like I was like, why why is LeBron not smiling right now? Is it because he hates Ohio State? I don't understand. Why is it? <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, Oh, there it is. There it is. There's a smile. Okay. Okay. We're back in. Okay. There's a smile. But, okay. But oh, a smirk. On. A smirk. Okay, okay. But now he's, he's talking to Savannah. So maybe it's not actually, he's not actually watching practice. Are maybe they laughing at us? Yeah, are they like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are they laughing at us? Is this a joke to him? Um, so I'm overanalyzing everything about 30 minutes into practice. To, oh, oh I, I meant to say this too. Um, they're, they're in their own little wing. So, so that you got all the recruits, uh, 
there, there's we'll, we'll get into some of the other recruits in a second because this this goes beyond just this one visit. This has become like the the Bronny James mystery is is brewing in Columbus right now. Ooh. Um, there are four, I believe, four commits guys who have already committed for next year's class. Uh, that were there at Ohio State. Um, there is one guy who is not committed, but they're still interested in, who is theoretically competing for with Bronny for like like maybe they take one, maybe they take both. I don't know. Um, and all of those guys were sitting and to kind of together like over here, and then Bronny and LeBron and all that like they they were in their own little space, right? Mm-hmm. And and that didn't seem unusual to me. But at the same time, I was like, if this is an official visit, maybe you're supposed to sit with the recruits, but also like this is not. Like, I get it. If LeBron's here, he can't exactly, I, I don't know. So I was kind of like seeing both sides the whole time playing it through my head, like 30 minutes into practice, LeBron and Bronny and Savannah just get up and leave. <laughs> they just stand up and leave. And like, I'm, I'm at this point, like, I don't know if this is a good thing. Like this is, I, I'm, I'm, I'm losing my mind. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I was good. Like, as you know, as, as I said on last show, I was about to give a speech at the end of practice that was going to, to yeah, seal the deal. You're like, you're like, wait a second. I was going to put the bow on this thing, dude. I had. <laughs> you're sprinting over to cut them off to be like, hey, hey, hey guys, 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 quick, quick thing. I, I was supposed to I, speak yeah, against this. I want you to hear it. I had, my, I had my speech ready to pound my fist. The bloods alone turn the wheels of, what, what does Dwight say? The, um, yeah, turn the wheels of history. <laughs> I was ready yeah. to I was ready to give that speech and and I had it written for for you know Brownie in mind. Um but they they leave and they don't really say goodbye to anybody. It wasn't like a deal like you know, like as he's leaving, he he daps up Holtman and is like, Hey, um, we're gonna get out of here, we gotta go get ready for the game or anything like that. He just kinda they just kind of bounce, which again, like I didn't take as like LeBron James lives in lives in a world that I do not live in. So like I don't mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. I don't know, uh, you know, I I, I I I wasn't judging it, I was just like Damn, <laughs> I would have yeah, preferred you yeah. stayed. Um, yeah, yeah. So the the rest of the practice goes on. They don't. They do not make an appearance. Uh, the the recruits then go to the tailgate. And and, and long story short, like Bronny never once is with the rest of the recruits at any point in time. I never once saw Chris Holtman talking to LeBron or Savannah or Bronny at any point in time. Um, this is not to say that like Ohio State is not actively recruiting them because I, I I they obviously are. But at the same time, like as a, as a neutral observer, I was like, is it, it, again, is this like, is this man being recruited or not? Um, I, I don't like, I, cause, cause I, I debated with friends and family a million different ways um, about whether Bronny should have, like, if he's actually seriously taking Ohio state seriously, should he have been with the other recruits, like doing the tailgate and then going to the, uh, uh, you know, going on the field with the recruits and then they take like a picture together and like all the, all the recruits get on the field and, you know, yeah, got his yeah, arm yeah. around him and everything. And Bronny's not in any of those pictures. He's up in the suite with his, his dad or like over on the sideline, whatever, uh, uh, a different part of the sideline. Um, and I thought like, yeah, he should be with them. But at the same time, like LeBron obviously can't go to the tailgate. That's just like in the middle of, you know, all, all the tailgating scene. It, like there's, there's no world in which like LeBron and his son can just hang out and be normal people. So like I sort yeah. of understand that he has to pull him away and make sure that like he's not hounded, but also, so I was very confused by that Tate. I guess I'll just start there. It's like that that was, um, that was all very confusing. But then he starts getting chants from the Ohio State. We like, want Brian. Yeah, yeah, and and so like, I think he was feeling it. I think he liked it, but also, this is not. Long story short, this is not even kind of close to a normal recruitment. This is the most bizarre situation. Yeah. Um. I, I I've ever heard of in recruiting, but it also makes sense given like who this man is. And uh, it, it, it was very, very strange to be 
like both in the mix and like at the practice, but also like pushed over to the side and like kind of, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It is very strange to think about, like you said, is this the son with LeBron James, you know, just going to basketball practice and then going to a football game and he's like, okay, this is cool, but am I actually going to be one of the guys who's with those four recruits actually playing as teammates? Right. Can we see that actually being possible based on the situation or is he too far above that? And can Bronny even exist on that campus as Bronny or is, is he too in his mind, in his father's mind, like, you know, too, too famous for, or, or too popular or too whatever to, to be that guy. That's just like an Ohio state basketball player. That is a definite concern. You know what yes. I mean? Because this is, this is big time Hollywood stuff. And the good news I think is that when LeBron was, I mean, this is first off, it was very quiet in the morning, right? I, I, I didn't hear anything from you for, for the, you know, I'm in North Carolina at the time with my family. We're watching college game day. I see Jack Harlow. I'm like, why is Bronny James not there? That was red flag. Number one. I'm like, okay, I'm concerned. Yeah. He, he's not in the mix. He's not around, but then you texted me and you're like, got eyes on LeBron and Bronny. I'm like, I'm like, bang, he's in the building. Like does it win? Should I be more dramatic? <laughs> Boom! With like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like fist bumping in my house. You know what I mean? I'm like, let's go. Like, we're good. We're good. The eagle has landed, mm -hmm. and I, I felt from there it was going to be all good vibes. And then from the outside looking in, all I see is Bronny in the stadium. I see Bronny get we want Bronny chance. I see LeBron pointing to a crowd of people like Bronny. Look at them right there. Look at they want you. You know what I mean? And I'm like, okay. All, all signs are a go. So from the propaganda LeBron PR group, the clutched media team, they're saying we we like what we well, saw. And again, you said this is a different recruitment. It is because Bronny James is going to pick who he wants to end up with as opposed to the school who usually picks these players. You know what I mean? Yeah. He decides. He's dictating the terms here, and so is LeBron. I uh, Yeah, like I, I didn't really talk to Holtman about it because it's just like sort of a <laughs> – Holtman probably thinks yeah, it's weird too, yeah. but he's also like, he's got to play the game. You know what I mean? And this is a different game. I really am terrible at my job. I mean, that's, that's what it comes down to. It was like, if I was, if I was good at my job, I, you know, I, cause I talked to Holtman for like 15 minutes, dude. You think at one point I would have been like, so what's to do with Brownie, you know, but like, I'm terrible at my job and I want to, I don't want to be viewed as like a parasite because that's how I've been viewed for mm -hmm. most of my life in basketball circles. It's like, yeah. Well, people, yeah, just, people are like, I can't tell him something because yeah, he, yeah. he's going to, he might he, write he might, it. He, yeah, might, yeah, yeah. he might report, you know, so like, that's why I, I, I don't know. I have terrible, like I, I never I, report I anything until I have bad information and then I report that and then I get burned on it and I have terrible sources. <laughs> yeah, so, um, so I just like stay away from it. And I just like was talking to hold about the team this year and like, you know, he's going to Maui and he's excited for that and I'll see him there. And I don't know, just, just like random shit like that. And Can't like, meanwhile, wait. like the James family standing over there, the most famous recruit I'll ever recruit in his life is over there. And like, I, I, I never see him talk to them. So I'm like, kind of like the wheels are turning of like it, have you actually talked to LeBron at any point during this process? Or does it just like, they just kind of show through up the people. and you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you recruiting? Like, do you just talk to Mav? Is that how it works? Is Maverick Carter like I, I the only person you talked to? Like I, I had so many Rich things. Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just talking to Rich Paul. Like I had so many things I wanted to ask him. Um, so anyway, did you see Rich Paul? By the way, was he was he, he wasn't, in the practice? He wasn't a practice. No, it was just it was. See, just, that's the good news. See, yeah. for me. I think that this is a family decision, and I think the family means a Savannah James decision at some level. And I think Savannah likes Ohio State, and I and I like the pictures that they put. Yeah, out well, I was going to get to they're the, all posing together. I was going to you know, get to the next great. chapter of this, so um, I, I was going to mention this too. Uh, during the practice, LeBron, I'm happy to report, was very uh, 
Chris Paul at Summer League where he was like uh like doing describing the pick and roll. Yeah, he was yeah. doing it like it, he he LeBron had a ball <laughs> in his hands the entire practice. And he's like pointing, like he's, he was standing up the entire practice. That's awesome. And he's got a ball. I, like it. I actually yeah, love to hear I, that. I did too. Yeah. I was like, this is, this is amazing. And he's like, <laughs> I, I don't remember if he was like shooting around on a side. He wasn't really putting shots up, but he's like putting layups up kind of like during the practice. And then uh, he's pointing out stuff to Brownie. Like he's, he's just coaching. As, and, and again, it's like the yeah. duality of it all is like, part of me was thinking this is sick because like, I, I, LeBron James, student of the game, Tate. He does, he does not mm-hmm. cheat the game. Rick Pitino would love how much LeBron James does not cheat the game. Um, yeah, never has cheated. But the then game. on the other side, I'm like, ah, shit, is this good? Is this a glimpse into the future where LeBron shows up and sits courtside at Ohio State games <laughs> and, and the whole trying to coach <laughs> and, and LeBron's it's, it's just dictating. out there? Yeah, pointed. Um, so anyway, I, I, they leave practice 30 minutes in. I'm rattled. I give the I, I speak to the team. Yeah, I'm rattled. Dude, and, and then at this point, like Bronny leaves. And so in my head, I'm like, I'm not doing the speech. Like, there's no the speech is off. And then Holt calls me up and he's like, Mark, do you want to say some words to the team? And I was like, What's the point, coach? Bronny's not here. <laughs> yeah, Bronny's not here. So I stammer through my uh my my whatever the hell I said to those guys. Like, I don't know, follow your dreams or some shit like that. Um nice. Love you guys. You know. <laughs> I don't know. We're uh, a team. Yeah, go team. Uh so um, but but I leave practice and I'm like, dude, I I think maybe there's a fear now. Like, I love that Bronny took his first visit to Iowa State. But I'm starting to fear that maybe this is a propaganda play more so than like an actual recruiting deal. Like I, I, I you know, because is this is this LeBron coming back to Cleveland, but then going to L.A. and then you look back on it, and you're like, did he actually come back because he like wanted to come back home, or did he come back because the Cavs had great assets and he knew he could win a title back in Cleveland and he could spin it as like a propaganda <laughs> deal? You know what I mean? So I'm like, is that what's going on here? Is that did he bring his son here so that they could get you know? get the juice going and get everyone excited about the idea of Bronny. But he really has no intention of coming to Ohio state. He just wants to get people talking and get people excited about his son. Um, but then Tate, some crazy stuff happened after that, which is mm. coming into this weekend, this, this past weekend, the Notre Dame game, the Ohio state Buckeyes did not have a scholarship open. They did not have uh, they, they, they were, they were completely booked and they have, Recruited two guys. There's uh, uh, Tyson Chapman, I think is the other guy's name, who is from Minnesota, I want to say. He's a class of 2023 yeah. guy. Plays a similar position as LeBron. Uh, they're recruiting him pretty hard. They they, they want him, I, I, I seem to think. Um, and they don't have a scholarship available, right? Um, so you're thinking in the back of your mind, is this going to be like a Tom Crean situation where you oversign guys and then show, show guys the door at the end of the season and say, thanks, but no thanks. You're transferring. Uh, you know, that's just how this is going to be. We're pulling your scholarship type deal. Um, or is there something else at play where they, they, I, I'm not seeing the numbers at the way the coaching staff is seeing the numbers that Monday, Tate, George Washington, the third. Yes. That's his real name. No relation to the president. Yeah. I don't think, yeah. um, who was, but also, but also maybe going up against the first family. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, so this is, this is honestly, it's the first family taking on George Washington. <laughs> exactly. An epic showdown. <laughs> the King versus George Washington. Um, <laughs> And this time, I think the King wins because George Washington III, this kid from Dayton who plays the same position as Bronny, combo guard, has been committed to Ohio State for a while. Verbal commit was on the recruiting visit. Tate, he was he he comes to Notre Dame game. He was one of the guys that was there in the gym for practice. He's on the field for the game. He's taking pictures with the coaching staff. He's going to the tailgates. He's 
he's he's a Buckeye. He's a verbal commit. He's like, I'm coming to Ohio State. It's a done deal. Hashtag done deal. It's a it, it, it's done deal. Done. Um, on Monday after the Ohio State game, he decommits Tate. He has the time of his life at this Notre Dame game. He he's like, if you're if you're going to decommit, why would you come to the if you like you know what I'm saying? Like you knew you're going to decommit. Yeah. Why would you come? I guess maybe because you wanted to watch the football game. You just wanted the free ticket, I guess. Um, but that that was very interesting. But then by him decommitting, it opens up a spot for Bronny. Or maybe does it open up a spot for Chapman? I don't know because they're recruiting both guys. So this is all very confusing. Um, but but that was that was like the first like, oh, huh, interesting. Huh. That's a huh yeah. moment. That's a huh moment on that Monday right after this big recruiting weekend <laughs> that uh, – Ohio State doesn't have a scholarship available. Suddenly a scholarship becomes available by a guy who was on campus having a great time by, by my estimation from what I saw. I don't know. It seemed like he was having fun. Um, <laughs> and he decommits right as the yeah. right as Bronny is on the visit. So that's a big-time Hunt situation, Tate. And it got shot to the moon. Like his decommitment was yeah. obviously, you know, percolated all around the college basketball and basketball community at large because LeBron's propaganda machine was basically saying, Bronny's so good that Ohio State said we're gonna make room for you. And then the next—that's how I read yes. it from the outside looking. The outside looking in, this is how we read this. And then the next day, uh, Bronny on his Instagram posts all the pictures. First of all, I didn't know these pictures even happened. Um, mm -hmm. But you know, it's a it's a common recruiting thing now. Uh, it's it, this wasn't really a thing back in the day, but it's become a thing now that uh, all the recruits like put on the uniform and take pictures and take pictures and then, and then say not committed. They, yeah, they say not committed. How, how, how y'all feeling? How y'all feeling? <laughs> Longhorn nation. How you feeling? That's a guy with the ball under his arm and he's doing the horns up and he's just, yeah, yeah that's the, yeah. <laughs> I think Brian Bowen took the most pictures like that. He had like 12 or 15 on his Instagram. <laughs> so uh Bronny puts these pictures out that I didn't even realize happened because again like I said mm -hmm. like it, it, from my point of view it looked like this wasn't even a real recruiting visit it was just like LeBron brought his son to a basketball practice so he takes he posts these pictures and there there was the two reactions one wow he took pictures I didn't realize that two he posted them and then I went really galaxy brain about this because I LeBron, I, I, oh, dude, I, I, I'm. This is gonna come back to bite me, but I, I, I can't fathom a world where LeBron lets his son post this, unless he's coming to Ohio State, Tate, right? Yeah, like that was. I, like, I, I go like immediately. I'm like, okay, if if every part of this recruitment is different from every other recruit in this 2023 class, like he's gotten a quote unquote no offers. He's not really talking to any coaches. Uh, the James family is running the recruitment to the to the extent that like I'm not even sure Chris Holman has talked to LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> or Bronny at any point. Uh, it's just like LeBron calls and says, give me three passes to practice. I'm like, cool. And then you hang up and that's what it is. Um, yeah. That's what it feels like it's going on. <laughs> He's like, you're, you'll get further instructions. Yeah, you just so keep then listening. Why would his recruitment then look like everyone else's where he's going to just post pictures of schools that he's like visiting? Um, because I was like, man, LeBron, for all of... Whatever you want to say about LeBron, the man is is knows how the, the media world works. The man knows... That you have to be careful. He knows how to like cultivate a certain personality, and whether that's like uh, uh, whether that's palatable to some people or not. Like some people don't like it, yeah, others yeah, do. Yeah. Whatever. But LeBron is like some people don't like it for that reason because he's like very cultivated and doesn't feel as authentic. He's calculated. He's calculated. Yeah. He's so calculated. For a lot of people, mm -hmm. it's like that's you're kind of a fraud and you're not like a real person. And I I'm out on this. Yeah. For others, they're like that's pretty cool. I don't know. He's business savvy. Whatever. But whatever it is, Tate, I. 
I walked away from Bronny posting the, the first of all, he looked incredible. Like I was like, that that guy's a buck. It, it, it looks right. right. It looks right. I saw it. I was like, damn. But then I walked away from it. And I was like, there, there's no way LeBron's letting this happen unless his son is coming to Ohio State. So I'm back on thinking it's happening. So like that's that, that's where we're at with all this. Is the scholarship opens up, Bronny posts the pictures, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like I'm not really sure it was a real visit. I, it, it was a very confusing weekend. I wish I had more to give you. I, I have another wrinkle in the story I'll tell you later, but uh, that, that's where we're at with, with LeBron and, and his son. Um, yeah, the recruiting saga. So. I will say this. When he posted the pictures and I saw Savannah and LeBron and I saw the Ohio, I saw the vision that we discussed on this program about a month ago and it came out that he had Ohio State in his top five. It makes the most sense. It is the greatest brand play. In a world where LeBron James is making brand plays, this is a great brand play. Yeah, It's also like you're recruiting LeBron again. I mean, look how much fun he was having at that football game. He gets three years of that with Bronny or two years or one year, however many years Bronny's going to be there. And it's worth it for Ohio State and for Chris Holman and for the basketball program to say, this is big. Like, this is big time stuff if we get Bronny. And you know what's great about Bronny, at least in every game that I've seen him play in? One, he doesn't seem like he's freaked out by that many. I mean, these gyms are packed. He doesn't seem freaked out by the big moment. And he also is a team player. Like, he actually plays great team basketball. He's not very selfish at all. He's not going to He's not gonna be a ball-dominant guy on this team. So I think if I were Bron, if I were Bronny, if I were Clutch Media, I would say we're all in on Ohio State. And I would honestly stop stop the visits. And then I would just go quiet. Stop the visit. I would go quiet. I'm, I'm Trump. Stop the visits. I'm Trump on election yes. night just tweeting stop the visits. <laughs> stop the visits. Stop the visits. And go silent for like three months. And then around Christmas time, come out and be like, we're going to Ohio State. Yeah. Duh. And it's like and a that's, duh situation. That's what we need. It's like a, yeah, duh. Like, we, it's a yeah, duh, yeah, of, course. of course. Like, we, did you not see us? Y'all were waiting at, on me to make game? an announcement? Like, what? Like, duh. Duh. Yeah. Where else would I have gone? <laughs> duh. <laughs> um, so my 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 official stance is I'm ready to have my heart broken because I I've bought in now yeah. like that that was that was my experience. Through. I'm gonna be heartbroken as well. I'm invested in this. Yeah, I, I think this is the greatest move the LeBron James uh, propaganda machine could ever make. That was my that was my view through the week. Like I left Saturday, I left the game thinking like this was cool and like the PR machine is at work and and the chance. Um, <laughs> You know, LeBronny and... and Le- Who started the chance? A lot of people were saying that Mark Titus started the chance. I, I will not confirm nor deny. Um, <laughs> they did the, the IO, like the, the block O does OH, and then I think LeBron mm-hmm. and Bronny both did IO back, and like that video is getting tweeted out, and like, you know, and yeah. LeBron's wearing the hockey jersey, and um, it was all the right, like, PR push, but I, I'll be honest, dude, when my, when my head hit the pillow on Saturday night, I thought, that was cool, and it's like not bad for the program, but I, I do not feel like Bronny is, is wants to be a Buckeye. I just feel like it, my my worst fear of this recruitment is is coming true, which is that he just wanted to go to the football game with his dad, and they yeah. spun it as a recruitment for PR purposes or whatever. Then a couple of days later, as like the scholarship opens up and he's posting the pictures, and and the sign it's like becoming clear in my mind. This has to happen. So like whether stop the visits, stop the visits. It's going to happen. Um, <laughs> stop the visits. But. Uh, all, all of that's a long way of saying I, I didn't really get much out of uh, <laughs> my boots on the ground because yeah, because I, I was expecting, yeah what were you gonna get though I know I, mean, I, cool. I was they're, stupid they're behind the scenes I was really stupid enough to expect like because I I've been I've been 
Um, they, they try to keep me away from the recruits as much as possible. But like when I go back to practices on football Saturdays, I, I'll go to the tailgate and and see, you know, like all the recruits and like, I don't ever talk to them, but like, I'm always just kind of around and, you know, I size them up, you know, like they, they get like a shooting guard who's six, five. And then I like, I stick my chest out and walk past them. And I'm like, I don't know, man, I don't think he's six, five. It looks like six, three and a half to me, you know? And then I send those notes to the program and then they throw them yeah. away and they say, please, please stop bothering us. Um, so I'm always like kind of around and, and all of that. Uh, but th- this, I, I, I felt like there would have been some sort of, uh, yeah, story I could have shared, but no, the dude, they, they, they were, they were completely removed from the whole thing, which worried me. Um, I will say this too, a little wrinkle about my day on Saturday. Um, I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm making my way over to the basketball tailgate after practice. And, uh, I bump into a guy who, um, you know, you have a guy who you're aware of. His name is Evan Turner. Um, he, he was on campus for the football game. Uh, I look up and and his, I'm aware of this man. You're aware of this man. Uh, I look up and and his goofy head is popping up out of the crowd and, and like, we're walking in a crowd sort of together and he's like 20 yards up. And I was like, you know what? I gotta go talk to him. You know, like I, 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 uh, We've been, we've, I don't know. Like I've, I've talked about, we got to bury the hatchet. Yeah. Here. We've been yeah. talking about him on the show a lot lately. I don't know why. I, I guess he, he was going to the wedding. Jim read one of those emails <laughs> that, that Evan was coming to a wedding and um, yeah, whatever. But I, 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 I was like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go say what's up to Evan. And Evan was the nicest he has ever been to me in my entire life. I, I was just like, I, I bumped into him. I was like, I was like, watch where you're going, man. And then he looked up. He's like, Oh my God, gives me a big hug. He's walking next to Andre Iguodala inexplicably. I don't know why Iggy, Iggy was on campus. I don't know why Iggy was on campus. Um, and then Evan's like, man, so good to see you. He introduces me to Iggy. He's like, this guy was my nemesis, but he's he's cool now. And like, I don't know. And, and he, he he was, I, I mean, I'm, like, I, I felt like I was, I stepped into like some sort of twilight zone. Like Evan could not have been nicer. It was, it was incredible. I'd never That's seen it like That's great to hear. And he turns to me and yeah. he goes, what are you doing? I was like, I was going to the basketball tailgate. And he goes, no, don't do that. Come with us. Um, we're going to like this, this private, what I, you know, whatever it was, I think it's yeah. some, yeah. some, some setup somewhere LeBron and Bronny might be right. Exactly. You get it. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I'll go with you. Cause I, I I'm, at this point I'm like, I'm going to, you know, I'm trying to get some content. Out of I, I got to find Bronny. Yeah. yeah. So I start walking with him. We go to the thing. Um, and we, we go into this like semi-private deal. It was like, I thought it was going to be a little more private, it, it, whatever. Um, but standing in the corner is Jason Tatum wearing a Ted Ginn jersey. And uh, I, I am very confused by what the hell is going on with all of this. So, like, I'm standing there. Just, so, confirm Jason Tatum hates Duke. That, that is confirmed. Yeah, why was Jason Tatum at this game? Why, and, why was... And, first, and if he's wearing a Ted Ginn jersey, that means that he actually likes Ohio State. Like, yeah. he's actually been a fan for a long time and probably wanted to go play there before Nike executive said, no, you have to go play for Mr. K. Yeah. Dude, it was it was it was a bummer because uh, also honestly that's cool for Jason Tatum that that actually helps no, my Ted, Jason Tatum. Ted Ginn is the right jersey for him to wear too. By the way, like yeah. that was that was a good because I was I was if you told me Jason Tatum was going to Ohio State game and was going to wear a, a jersey, I would have hundred percent thought it was going to be Justin Fields. That feels like the Tatum mm. move is like yeah is is do it or is Zeke Elliott. Jersey Zeke or Elliott you know was that, that's what I would think. Well, they're both Elliott. St. Louis guys. Zeke Zeke yeah, yeah maybe Zeke. But like you know, it, it, he feels a little more mainstream. So for him to do a Ted Ginn jersey when he was probably what like when well, he's nineteen now, so that was um, <laughs> doing the math on this sixteen years ago. He was three years old when <laughs> three Ginn, years old <laughs> when Ted Ginn was playing. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, 
So I get so I get, I I go with uh, Evan. I'm I'm like reminiscing with Evan, and I'm talking to Iguodala, who's like the nicest guy ever. And and yeah, uh, I I I walked away like thinking like Andre Iguodala is like the coolest dude I've ever met in my life. Um, Love that. Bronny and, and LeBron never show up, but I I I. Long story short, we buried the hatchet with Evan, and uh, the beef has been squashed. And I. I, I started telling the story and then I realized I can't tell you the best parts of the story on air. So I'm going to go ahead and shut up now. And I don't know. We can. Yeah. Cause like you were saying before, you don't want to be, you don't want to be a parasite. You don't want to tell anything that really, but because I just realized, as, Tatum, you know, what's, you know, what's hilarious is as I was talking about this, I realized part of like burying the hatchet with Evan was realizing um, his point of view, which is that like, I used him for content for so many years. And then like, <laughs> we buried the hatchet. Yeah. the first thing I do. And you're like, you're I like, I just talked to like, Evan and I got some great content yeah. to share. <laughs> yeah. oh man that's great though i mean evan turner has always been very nice to me and uh so i've always wanted the the hatchet to be buried and it sounds like it has been and it sounds like we have to do a home and home with point forward you know what i mean we're gonna because do a home and home andre iguodala has always been great when i had to go up with bill and do all the warrior stuff he was always like a great interview very insightful and just seemed like the man you know what i mean so it, love it, to hear this it. weekend underscored and i guess like this is the whole point of talking about all this is that i am terrible at this job because at any time like something becomes personal to me i can't I, I i can't walk the line between like how do i turn this into because like i i i, I apologize mm. to our listeners this was not this was not good this was not good content i apologize <laughs> this was bad it's not your fault it's not your fault because we <laughs> got the content because Bronny provided it see you're different you're dealing with a different animal these days as media gentlemen we don't even have to 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 disseminate the content when you have such content connoisseurs like a Bron, yeah a Bron and Bronny together you know what i mean like they, they already did all the work for you like everything i needed to hear which is the we want Bronny and that he took the pick like all that stuff has already been given to me by lebron james and Bronny. so i'm just happy that you were there for it it's, i mean that that's really the big news. if you could peek inside my head right now it's just it's just chaos there's just chaos like as i'm trying to sort through like <laughs> am I, can i say this am i allowed to share this yeah should i have not said that um and then in the end, it's basically like, so tight. So you went to practice and then LeBron walked out after 30 minutes and that's all you have to report. And it's like, I mean, no, you reported kind he had of, the ball in his hand and was of. describing pick and rolls. And I, I really appreciate Jason that Tatum was on campus and uh, Jason Tatum, which you knew, right? Not a Duke fan. They, they showed that on the broadcast, right? That, that Tatum they was did. there. Did yeah. they show Iggy and Evan? Probably not. They showed it. I, I think they mentioned Evan being there. You know, they oh, really? always give Evan a, a mention. Yeah. I, I don't really remember as much because, like, the game was kind of boring and I was waiting for Ohio State to kind of just turn it on. But then you guys just suffocated them. It, it wasn't even like, uh, it wasn't like you just started, like, you know, dominating on offense. It was just kind of like, okay, eventually we're going to break through this defense. Yeah. And then you did twice and it was game. It was over. good old fashioned Big Ten football, dude. Just run it down there. It was very and, Big Ten. Yeah. It was like Nader, yeah. Notre Dame should be in the Big Ten after that. Well, that game, was right? uh, the most sense. Trestle and the O2 team were there. And I think that's what it was. It was just they, they were doing a tip of the cap to Trestle, Trestle ball. They're trying to, their, go their goal for that game was to win like 13 to six or 13 to nine or yeah. something. To and, prove yeah. to the diehard fans <laughs> like they got it figured out on defense yeah, after the Michigan right. game. Yeah, I like that. Um, so, uh, yeah. Anyway, it was it was a wild weekend, and um, there was a lot of. I, I started thinking like with with all those guys on campus, dude. That's like a hell of a. It's a hell of a pickup basketball game. That's a that's a hell of a starting five, yeah. dude. You think about like LeBron and Tatum and Iggy and Bronny and probably me, right? Like that would be the starting five of guys that run games. Yeah, it sounds like a good five to me. It's a good five. Bring Evan off the <laughs> it's bench. A good five. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> um oh, no man. so so i i i, I that's where we're at Bronny's Bronny's coming to Ohio state it's a done deal stop the visits so 
Anyway. Stop the visits. Let's let's put a banner up that said Bronny came here for the Notre Dame game yeah. and we won uh, with the score. Um, national championship. Honestly, if it was Duke, they would celebrate like a national championship. That's what they do. With uh, do you see they got another five star? Or uh, actually, he was a four star. Now he's a five. TJ Power, right? TJ Power. Yeah, that's a great name, dude. That's a great Duke name too. TJ Power. He's from Worcestershire. A- he's from Worcestershire, Mass. Oh God, dude! You get the you get the Boston and the Duke together. That's a yeah. Dangerous combo. He's already on the Hall of Fame ballot. <laughs> he's already. Yeah. If he's TJ, let me ask you this: If TJ Power never plays a second for Duke, never plays a second of basketball the rest of his life, is he a basketball Hall of Famer in your mind? I think. Yeah, because he he kind of gets the Lynn Bias treatment, like even though he's if, alive and everything, yeah. and and he, and he and he definitely like had a career. It's like, man, what if? What if he just got uh, the chance? What what little I've seen of TJ Power, I like. I like his name. I like that he's going to Duke. That makes sense. Um, I I've tried. I don't think we really have a lot of people that are Duke fans that listen to the show at this point after last season. Um, so whatever. No, Duke fans are sadistic. They they enjoy right. listening. Well, to if, if for, yeah. for the handful of you that are still that stuck around through the uh, the Mister K farewell tour. Well, there's um, only a handful in general. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I I made a promise to you that I, I will not hate Duke just for the sake of hating Duke moving forward. I will I mm-hmm. will give John Shire a fair shot. I will give TJ Power a fair shot. Now, if yeah, if it turns out that they are more of the same, and you know, it's it's which you know it probably will be. Maybe it will be. I don't know. But yeah. uh, five five stars and then a si- sweet sixteen. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, if, if that's, that's what, that's what that's it is, what you know, then then I, I will I will act accordingly. But right now, I saw TJ Power to Duke, and I was like, this feels right. That's a great name. Duke Duke mm-hmm. makes a ton of sense. Knowing nothing about this guy's game, really, I watched him play like one time, and I just said, dude, like I was just like a uh, it was like Pavlov's dog just watching him play. I just kept saying Duke over and over. It's just like, dude, like he <laughs> he did a shot, and I just go yeah. Duke. <laughs> I do, I do respect that TJ Power's top three was Duke, Carolina, and Virginia. I, I like that top three. That's a strong top three, in my opinion. I also have a Mr. K update. I was back in North Carolina, talked to uh, one of my Duke insiders who's uh, boots on the ground on campus. Mr. K is keeping his office on the sixth floor. Um, he is not moving out of his office. He is going there every single day. Um, he has been working as, as he normally would, as if he was still the head coach. And they are building John Shire a new office. Um, so John Shire is not getting the the sixth floor uh, penthouse office. He is going to have to be, um, you know, building. And now he is living like in squalor as a new office is being built for him. So uh, Mr. K still winning. <laughs> uh, I'm going to start calling him Coach K soon uh, because it sounds like he's still basically the head coach. <laughs> he's getting the coach back. What what if what if we're the reason he won't let go? Is that he 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 hears the disrespect from us calling him Mr. K and he's like, I gotta coach you yeah. again so that they call me. I I think it does. I think it has something to do with Jim Beheim too. Like there is there's something to the fact that I think he's worried that Beheim's trying to, like you said, go after his record. If, so um, if K was if K was still at Duke, <laughs> Bron- like I, I'm not I, I'm not worried about John Shire with Brownie, right? We don't need to be worried about no. Him. no, no, no. The only way that John Shire would recruit Brownie is if Carolina was recruiting Brownie, because that's what he's doing now. He's trying to re- steal every Carolina recruit. He's just taking a test and looking over at the other. Person. No, TJ Power was like a Carolina lock. People thought like two months ago. And then Duke was like, "All Nike money." <laughs> Matthew Hurt was the one that I think. Uh, it, it was Matthew yeah. Hurt, the one that that got Roy to retire. I think that was. The, yeah, because Roy flew to. to I'll never forget that. You and you and I were there during the polar vortex yeah. that Roy flew into as well. Um, I thought I was going to die on that trip, and uh, yeah, and then after that, Roy was like, "I flew there in a polar vortex." Mister K didn't do anything, and somehow he still goes to Duke. What are we doing here? 
Um, what a time. Should we take a break? I, I want to, I, I'm yeah. sorry, dude. I'm in my feelings about, about this was bad content and I apologize. This was not, um, I, I, mm. I, I, I didn't bring the, I didn't bring the A game, but I, I'm, I'm rattled, dude. This is why. Don't be rattled. This I think, is why, you, I think you brought some, I think you brought some okay. insight. And as you know, we knew, we knew what we needed to know yeah. already. Like I said, the, the content machine had already been given to us. If anything, we just wanted your okay. personalized touch. I, I appreciate you saying that. Cause I, I, I walked away and I was just like, man, I got, I got nothing. Um, and, and but I do have <laughs> something, but I also don't know what I could talk about. And then I'm very much in my head about it. And, uh, I wish I was better at my job. That's I why. Think, that's why it's easier for me to talk about other schools and other things going on because I, 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 yeah. I don't care. <laughs> but this one, yeah, when it gets personal, yeah. and like I, I don't have a big enough ego to actually believe that I could affect negatively or positively the the Bronny James recruitment. But at the same time, like I start popping off and saying some shit. Um, I don't know. Maybe there's a world where it gets back to somebody, and now I have to answer for it. And, you know what I mean? <laughs> Like I don't want to be. Put I in. would love. I would love you to get a random phone call, and uh, it's a, from an Akron area yeah, code. And yeah. It's like LeBron James being like, "Why'd you say I left practice every thirty Yeah, right. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I was there for at least forty-five yeah, minutes. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, even as I was saying that, I was like, "Should I be saying this?" Like, I don't know. And then, yeah, I know. And it's, a, I, it's definitely a fine line. And then I wanted to start talking about Evan because there was like another thing with Evan, but then you know, I, I, I'm replaying what that experience was and it was like dude the whole point of this is like let's stop using, Evan's using each other for content yeah <laughs> let's stop this content back and forth you're like yeah definitely, like, i'm dude, definitely I gonna agree. stop just one more cigarette <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna stop right after this just let me hit this real one quick more hit. let me just yeah. take one more hit and i swear i'm gonna throw all this in the garbage all of it's going away never gonna i'm, done. I'm not gonna touch I'm this done. stuff ever again just one more hit though it's a goodbye hit um all right, let's take a break. I got to regroup, dude. I'm in a bad headspace with all this. I apologize right. to the listeners. Well, we'll let's, let's let's take a break. We got to move on because we got some friend of the program updates that I want to exactly. Hash out let, we you were being a friend of the program. Now let's talk about the real friend of the program. Yeah, we can talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, like how they require minimums and worse, how their rewards flat out expire. Or we could talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. Also got to talk about our friends at Coors Light. Our weeks are filled with deadlines, responsibilities, and stress in general, but it's college football season. Oh my God, those words sound so good. And when the weekend hits, you've got to protect your chill. So this season, make time to chill and catch the game at your favorite bar. And while you're at it, order a nice cold Coors Light. The beer that's made to chill. Uh, I don't know about you, Tate, but being back in Columbus... Being back at, I forget where we where we were were tailgating. We were the, we went and checked out the stage. Um, they'll, they'll do like some like uh, local country act. We'll just play like whatever the, yeah. the the garbage country music of the day is and get everybody hyped up and just throw out an oh every so often in the middle of a song and everyone's going crazy. And man, <laughs> as stupid as it sounds, it felt like home. I, I walked works. over. Yeah, I got a couple Coors Lights. I was double fisting the Coors Lights, listening to a little crappy country music <laughs> before the Buckeyes game. And I was like, like I'm baby, home, it's football baby. season. Yeah, It's football season. We're back. We did it. Uh, protect your chill this season with Coors Light. Coors Light is the beer of college football, whether your team is a powerhouse like mine, go Buckeyes, with a record to keep or an underdog like Tate's with no point to prove. <laughs> Two and <laughs> One thanks for That's not the copy, Tate. I'm sorry. I, I don't want you to <laughs> Two take and Coors Light. Take hey, a shot. To we'll take it after last year. It's going to be a hell of a season. Stay refreshed through all the action with Coors Light because no matter how your team fares after the clock runs out, a Coors Light in your hand means you're winning every time. 
Chill with Coors Light this football season. Get Coors Light delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash TNT. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. All right, before we read some emails, uh, let's do let's do a friend of the program update, Tate, because uh, th- there's been some... Uh, uh, I don't know. There, there, there's, there's some developments that I, I need to, 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 that we need to get to. I think development is the right <laughs> word. You know what I mean? So, some of the friends of the program, they're, they're taking headlines. They, they're up for headline of the year nominees. Uh, first of all, this isn't the biggest one, but uh, this is the one I want to talk about first. John Rothstein was in fact at Rutgers practice today, Tate. So, mm. Rutgers um, basketball is the preseason officially here? Is what people are asking. Is that what that means? Mm. Rothstein was in a suit and tie at practice. <laughs> If Rothstein was at this at this LeBron James Bronny uh, Ohio State practice, how is he behaving? He he's got like I, oh, I you know what I mean. Like he, I'm trying he, to. He doesn't talk to the SID. He walks straight over to the James family. He shakes hands with LeBron. He shakes hands with Savannah. He shakes hands with Bronny. Yeah. Says I'm John Rothstein. Gives them three cards. Uh, starts makes a joke about you know something about the West Virginia defense and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they're literally like, what the hell just happened? Asked, I just get, I got hit by a hurricane. <laughs> yeah, he asked Brownie what his favorite restaurant in L.A. is. Uh, and then he starts comparing notes on <laughs> on the, 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 the best Mexican spots in L.A. And, um, Takaya he, Organica. Now, I know it's not high-class stuff, but if you want to get a quick, good bite for lunch, that's my spot. Eat like a champion today. And then slaps, slaps Brownie on the ass as he walks away and... And I think he tweets 200 times during the practice. Like, you know how you said you were fixated? I think I think Rothstein's there, and he's literally just staring and, and tweeting the entire time. Yeah. So, Sean McNeil. I, I think in that sense, you won. Sean McNeil, yeah. X-Factor for Ohio State. <laughs> <laughs> Palpable buzz. Yes. Um, yes. Seth Towns, looking good in this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Seth, <laughs> Seth Looking Ta- like third-year Seth Towns. Seth Towns is literally not even at practice. He's... Seth Towns, by the way, we should say is is uh, I, I you saw this and he's he's done, he's he's retired. He is done. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, I thought, thought I thought you said Seth Towns was a joke. He's he he announced that he's he's. But that was <laughs> Seth Towns announced like all this happened the same weekend, dude. That's what I'm I'm trying to connect all the dots. Like uh uh, but Seth, so scholarships are opening up right now. Scholarships are opening up. But Seth Towns, this was his eighth year. Stop the visits. Um, this was his eighth year, and so I don't think he was going to be eligible next year anyway. But at the same time, I've said that for the last three years. So who the hell knows? Uh, maybe knows? maybe him retiring from basketball will open up a scholarship. But um, yeah, Ross Rothstein was at Rutgers practice, so we're officially in the preseason. I just wanted to say that 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 was that was going mm-hmm. on. Uh, the the not quite as big news also with the friend of the program is that our guy Parker did it again. And yes, um, I don't, I don't know if people saw this. If you don't, if you didn't see this, go see it. Uh, I, 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 I apologize again for being so enamored with an 18 year old kid. Who's like, that's, that's my life. now. I was like between Brownie and Parker. I'm just like, dude, yeah. I mean, it's college basketball. This is is what's happening. I'm like a month away from getting a broccoli haircut and and wearing AirPods at all times. <laughs> like I can't get enough of uh, I can't man. get enough of the teens right now because uh, the brownie content won't stop, but the Parker content, dude, the the CBK report kid that we had on the show. Uh, I realize if you're of a certain age, you're probably like, "What the hell are Titus and Tate doing having this kid on? Why do they keep talking about this?" I can't quit it. I don't know how to stop it. Like I don't. Every time he posts something, I laugh my ass off. And he did it again. The son of a bitch did it again. Posted uh, his top 25 college basketball media personalities. 
<laughs> just the concept just the concept yeah. killed me like i'll tell you this so i i'm just on my phone and i get tagged in a cbk report like i'm on instagram i get tagged it says you've been tagged in cbk report and i was i just started laughing to myself because i'm like what Dude, yeah like when you get the notification you're like i don't even need to know what it is just like getting a notification <laughs> that says you've been tagged in cbk report that is fun. That's all I need. I'm just like, this is gold already. Whatever the hell this is. Yeah, I yeah. can't wait. Here we go. Gold, Let's dive Gary, in. Gold. I'm ready yes. to click on it. Um, and then you click on it and this man had, oh. this is why this kid's a genius and why like, <clears throat> I, I, I cannot praise him enough for like what he's doing and uh, in, in the shit stirring of the, of clickbait of college basketball clickbait. Um, he puts Dick Vitale at one, which is a very smart play. He put, he put Vitale with a Seton Hall logo should have done a duke logo i mean like if, if yeah if, <laughs> yeah he should have that would have been my one critique if i, I could critique that, yeah, yeah <laughs> i would i would have done i would have done a duke logo uh he puts jeff goodman at two so at that point you're you're now if if you're paying any attention you're you're laughing your ass off at this list and you're like parker you, you beautiful <laughs> son of a bitch um rothstein's at three and then he, and then he has titus <laughs> at four and tate at five that's uh he yeah. has me at four and tate at five um, top five, as Jason Tatum would say, top five. And <laughs> when I tell you, and then like he left off like all sorts of guys, <laughs> like obviously you know, he, like, he left off Bill Raftery, he <laughs> left off like Norlander Parish, all these, all these like real yeah. legit personalities, like yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Um, he, he leaves off like all sorts of people. He puts you and I at four and five, and uh, <laughs> the reason why I was I I was just like so blown away by it for me personally was that I see my my name at number four, and I'm like, dude, that is sick. Like that is like. I'm not number four. Like if I if if you're asking me my top college basketball personalities, I'm not even in the top 100. Like I don't, you know, like so for him putting me number four, I realize that it's a bit. I realize what's going on, but I'm still like, dude, that's pretty. I'm uh, thank you, Parker. That's respect, dude. Yeah, it's my exactly. picture. He put yeah. like my picture on there. I got my yeah. You were you were the face of the yeah, post. Yeah, you were you were literally like the way he branded it. But and this is why the kid's a genius. <laughs> he put Rostin and Goodman ahead of me. So like even the part where it's like he's complimenting me, I'm still offended by what I'm witnessing mm. with Rostin and Goodman in front of me, and uh, so I, I just want to shout him out. And I I promise at some point I'm going to stop talking about every single post that this kid makes, um, but that's not today. It won't be today, Tate, because that was that was that might have been his best stroke of genius yet. Anytime you can do media yeah. personalities, because you know everybody's going to talk about it, and everybody's going to exactly every media personality is going to retweet it and and comment on it. The fun. Exactly. The Dude, funniest part about it is that I had people, you know, that I hadn't even talked to in a while, like some people that are that I went to journalism school with at North Carolina that are actual journalists. One of them worked at 60 Minutes or, you know, now works at 60 Minutes texting me. Congrats. <laughs> like Parker, Parker makes this list. They get to, invited back to like the, the Carolina journalism school. To speak like, to like class. yeah, yeah. Like the journalism school is like tipping their cap to me. <laughs> like they're like, congratulations, you're a top five media personality ahead of Jay Billis. But <laughs> <laughs> by, by, by the the much report, re, re, you know, re referenced uh, CBK report. I'm like dying laughing. I'm like, this is so good, so hilarious. It's so it's such a stroke of genius that we had him on the show. Um, because there's no way that we're top five, I, no. I think, if, we're, if he doesn't come on the show. Because it seems like Parker has a pretty much limited purview to like what media he consumes in college basketball. Yeah, he's not a CBS guy, obviously. Not a CBS guy. 
It's not watching. But it was awesome. It was awesome because like it's it's so harmless, but it's also so funny the reaction that comes out of it that people are treating it like it's a real thing. And if you know if we can put it on our resume that we're top five media personalities <laughs> in college basketball, I guess we have to do it. I mean, what what do you want me to do? So uh, that was that was so great. Friend of the program forever, Parker. That, Good for that's you. another friend of the program update. <laughs> and then the one the big news, and I need you to explain this to me because you're the one that alerted me to this. What happened with Gottlieb? <laughs> Who, who is a friend of the program, by the way, because we had Gottlieb on the show. When we came to Fox, we had Gottlieb on the show like almost immediately. He's not been on since. Um, I thought it was going to be the start of something beautiful, and I thought Gottlieb was going to come on a lot. And I understand a lot of people that listen to our show do not like Doug. Um, I, I, you know, there's a point in my life where I didn't love Doug, but like I also like respect his basketball mind because I do think he's really smart he's, I, he's I think smart. he's a really good basketball guy I think he knows a lot about basketball history and that's like the stuff that I really care yeah. about and Doug has been nothing but nice to me my Super entire nice. like personal life so like for me personally I like Doug but I also before I ever met Doug you know what I thought in my head shorts on backwards shorts <laughs> on backwards you know like that's what I thought about Doug so like Doug personally changed my opinion of him but I understand from the outside looking in where you but he think, was you know? dude so, when he came on our show he was a great interview he's talking about amazing his UCLA visit and and his sister's going there as a cheerleader and like it was that was awkward and uh did he say his, his dad was a was his dad a walk-on at Ohio State or his dad went to Ohio State I forget I think his dad went to Ohio State. Or, yeah, uh, I mean, maybe I wasn't he, Walker, yeah. but uh, we we yeah. bonded over that. Like, like same thing, man. When I left, um, I thought I, this is the start of something beautiful. Like, we're gonna be, we're gonna have Doug on all the time, and maybe our listeners aren't gonna <laughs> love it because they don't love Doug Doug Gottlieb. But I don't know. Maybe we'll make them love him, and uh, uh, we'll see. We haven't had him back on. Like, I've kind of lost touch with the guy. Um, but he does work at Fox still, right? We're still colleagues at Fox. Um, yes. So, I believe so, so like Doug is still around. Don't, don't fact check us. I think so. Doug is like our, our long lost like cousin or uncle or something that like we're we're hope like, yeah, he, like we keep going to the family reunion, like hoping Uncle Doug shows up and he's kind of like not showing up. But then like also at the same time, I have his number. So like why don't I reach out to him? It's like, well, that's not that's not right. how that's not how me and Uncle Doug do things. Like we don't do it that way. Yeah. Like I'm just gonna wait yeah. till he Doug comes to you when he wants to reach out to right. you. Like the other day I was just sitting on my phone, I get a notification, it's like Snapchat. I'm like, what the hell? And I look and it's Doug Gottlieb added you on Snapchat. I'm like, there he is, Uncle <laughs> Are Doug. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Um so, so you stay in contact. So Doug Gottlieb is a friend of the program. I, I do want to say that. Um, yeah, he's been on the show, and we don't we uh, <laughs> the, the the most glowing endorsement I can give him is I don't dislike him. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, like I, I not, you know, um, we would love to have him back on at some point. But you sent me this thing that like he 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 yeah. what the hell? Like that was the most insane shit I've ever seen. That he just like out of out of the blue posts a a thing that's like. <laughs> his lawyer wrote like what what happened he was getting sued by freddie like how did i miss this story freddie freeman and doug got like what is happening yeah so doug Gottlieb, uh for our listeners he has a radio show and we have to remember you know we're you know we got microphones in front of us you know you mentioned journalism earlier that you know when you're in the world of journalism when you say things that are um you know not true and you claim them to be true you can be sued for libel or slander. wait is that is that serious <clears throat> yeah yeah exactly oh no <laughs> <laughs> apparently apparently doug our boy went on and uh, he claimed uh on june 29th he tweeted and that's the other part it's not even just the microphone he tweeted this so you can get sued for tweets 
which uh, I would honestly, I would argue parody law. At That's any parody point. law. Like if Twitter someone is, took my tweet, Twitter yeah, is I'm permanent like, parody, this law. parody law. Yeah. yeah, this is parody law. This doesn't count. But anyways, Doug tweeted on June 29th, Casey Close never told Freddie Freeman about the Braves' final offer. So as we remember, Freddie Freeman wins the World Series with the Braves. Then he's a free agent. The Braves basically are like, you know, da-da-da. They, they're like, we want a younger first baseman. And then Freddie Freeman goes to the Dodgers. Anyway, he tweeted that Casey Close basically purposely did not tell Freddie Freeman that the Braves made a final offer. Um, <laughs> he got sued um, because that was untrue. And uh, Casey Close, obviously, he got literally the agent, sued. Uh, he, got, he, got sued. he got literally sued, yes, in the district court in Manhattan. Um, so that's what defamation. it was. That's why he... So then he tweeted an apology on Wednesday, which uh, if you didn't see this, I'll read it to you. Upon further vetting of my sources, a review of the lawsuit filed against me in this matter and a direct conversation with Casey himself, I've learned that the conduct I alleged did not occur and that there is no credible basis for stating that Dude. it did. Dude, I, when you sent me that, I was reading it. A review of the lawsuit filed against me is awesome. When you said that to me, I was reading it. It, it read to me like Angelo Ball when, when Trump got him out of Chinese prison or whatever it, the hell the story was there. Um, where Angelo uh, Ball is like, I would like to thank Donald Trump and I would like to, th and um, just like kind of the monotone delivery of that. Like to read a statement like that from Doug Gottlieb of all people, I was, I, I knew it was funny. I just couldn't figure out like how it was funny or why this was relevant. I was like, what the hell's going on with Doug? Like, how did I miss this? And it, it's it's so funny because Doug's a basketball guy. Yeah, so you're, you're the big 12 basketball guy. Like, that's what Doug got. I don't care. Like, Doug Gottlieb can go work for like E News or something and report on, on oh, like celebrity man. gossip and bullshit. And I will still look at him as the guy who knows big 12 basketball. Like he's the big 12 guy that wants to talk about Oklahoma state and Kansas, you know? Um, mm -hmm. So that's what, that's, what's confusing me when I see his name and he's getting sued by like Freddie Freeman or whatever. <laughs> Why is the Dodgers first baseman suing the big 12 guy? What's going on? Here? I mean, it, it's unbelievable. And so Casey close who the agent is, is it, he also tweeted that he was fired by Freddie Freeman, which he was not fired by Freddie Freeman. And Casey close was Derek Jeter's agent. You know what I mean? So this is like a very big time guy that oh. like Gottlieb was talking about. So he was really the one that was like, all right, well, I'm I'm taking this guy down. But obviously, when you just read the bare bones of Freddie Freeman is suing Doug Gottlieb, <laughs> who is a friend of the program, you and I are like, oh, no, Doug. Yeah, what's oh, going on here? What, what happened? <laughs> Uncle Doug, what are we doing? I mean, that's what, that's what like, I, oh, I, I came man. back to the family reunion. Uncle Doug wasn't there, and then someone told me he's in prison. And I was like, what? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, he's always been a wild card, but, like, he's in prison? Uh, like, what happened? Yeah, yeah, um. <laughs> yeah. And it, and it all comes back to Twitter, which is even more fun. All right. But like you said, we're we're always going to argue parody law on this show. Uh, so. Yeah, and and I <laughs> that's, that's pretty terrifying that you can get sued for tweets about <laughs> – powerful people so i need to go double check uh yeah yeah don't tweet about lebron <laughs> I just, or Bronny. Yeah. um <laughs> jim do we have any emails you want to read before we get out of here yeah we got a bunch of emails and a couple good ones actually um first mm. is a catfish follow-up uh someone wrote in to say that their pictures were used in a catfishing plot and they were extremely flattered which makes sense you know they said, uh, the yeah. older sister of a kid I went to elementary school with um, in Broad Ripple. By the way, ask Mark 
how they grow their kids so big out there in Brownsburg and Avon. We used to play them in Little League, and they were always fucking massive. It's true. Um, <laughs> played college tennis and was on Tinder in Missouri when they were on the road for a match. She connected with a guy on, on Tinder who was using my last four profile pictures and said he was a geography major, question mark, weird, at Missouri. The best part is she didn't realize the pictures were me until they matched and talked for a while, so clearly she thought I was a cutie. Oh yeah, so that was a nice little mm. message. So did the, the, um, did he did he hit her up then? I don't know. That's how he left it. So probably not. Like, is um, it, no, is that that's what you have to do, right? Like Jim, you would do that if 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 someone was oh, using your pictures. I'd be all and, over it. Yeah, yeah, you would you would you would DM that <laughs> be all over it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, who am I yeah. talking to? Jim? Yeah, who, who, yeah, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, whoever this mean? whoever this emailer is, send me your pictures. I could use them on my <laughs> sweet, perfect. Um, by the way, uh, I was watching Catfish once, the TV show on uh, on MTV, and when they showed the guy who was, um, they showed the picture like this girl was talking about how she was in love with this guy, and then they showed the pictures of him before it like goes to break. It was my friend from college. He's the pictures oh, of the guy she's in love with. God. Like they were using his picture. Yeah. So I call him immediately. And I'm like, dude, I'm watching. And he starts laughing at me. He's like, I know. Like He's like, everyone's like hitting me up right now. He said that uh, his friend worked on Catfish and they don't show the actual pictures oh, of the people so they, that are used. Yeah. So like they use their friends, like, you know, their friend is like one of the producers or something. Just hit him up and was like, can we use your pictures for this thing? But it was like all his Facebook pictures and everything. And they kept showing it through the whole episode. It was hilarious. And then we when the person Jim. came out, it was not him. We got to get Jim on this date. We got we got to figure out like a catfish producer. And that the show's still going on, right? I think so. I think so. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it has to be. I feel like v MTV has like one show that they just like ride out. Yeah, it feels like that. We too. got we got to figure out a way to get Jim's pictures in there. That's a. Uh, <laughs> that's the. Uh, the that Let's would be it. funny. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. Call yes. us. Um, all right. Uh, here's a new dirty laundry. My best friend from college told me about some man at the 24-hour fitness gym who came in and would do one rep on every machine. Oh, my but God. But he wouldn't do them in order. He would just run around to each machine, oh as she God. described, like a pinball game in the 24-hour fitness. She's not Since she's not into sports, she didn't recognize him at first until she saw a photo of him one day and was very excited. The man was Coach Musselman, head oh. coach of Arkansas basketball. <laughs> I found this hilarious. Russ. I mean, have you seen his Twitter videos? It fits the energy. He continued to do this routine at 24 Hour Fitness until she graduated and moved away a year later. This makes so me he laugh goes, every time I think about it. He just runs around and hits every he machine. Goes, he touches every machine and does one rep. And that's yeah. genius, so actually. Every day is leg day and arm day. And back day. Yeah. That is genius. That's hilarious. And yeah, that is very on that's, brand. That's very. Uh, yeah, I was going to say that's the most muscleman thing I've ever heard of. Yeah, honestly. the guy and, the guy who wrote in last week and said Brett Favre shit in a urinal or whatever it was. <laughs> um, what was that story? That Brett Favre. No, he just blew up a bathroom. And he blew then up a bathroom and then, yeah. and then autographed, yeah. autographed the toilet. That's right. Mm -hmm. Um great story i'll remember it the the i'll remember brett Favre shitting and 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 then pointing back at the you know at, at, it was what, what did we decide where, where was it it was at uh white or wingfoot or one of wingfoot those? we were saying we, we decided yeah. wingfoot mm -hmm. yeah um yeah I'll, I'll never look at brett Favre the same but also i don't think that story is true or there's like some creative liberties taken this one you i think? completely you think aaron Rodgers did it this one i 100 <laughs> believe that eric musselman 
when he lifts weights, he just touches everything yeah. once. And, and that's, I'd actually that be more out. shocked if he didn't do that. You know what I mean? Like if you had those two options in front of me, you're like, what does Eric Musselman do? It's like, well, obviously he touches every machine and, you know, probably yells a whole lot while doing a lot that. of clapping. Yeah, love that. Musselman, Musselman feels like a big weight room clapper. Um, yeah. And, and he, he, it seems like he's a cardio guy too. Anyway, like he feels, he feels mm-hmm. like he would just like crush the elliptical, like an hour and a half on the elliptical. Yes. <laughs> yes. That guy has 30,000 steps a day. Yeah. No doubt. All right. Next one. Titus Tate and Jim. Call me Ishmael. Anyway, I went to a group of five school in the Southeast without much basketball success, but way more football success. The football team was pretty well known for going to class, but I never heard anything about the basketball team until my senior year. My very last class was a fall seminar class to graduate, graduate with a degree in history. The class was a semester-long research project, complete with a defense and presentation in front of the class and some of the department faculty. I'm talking 75 pages minimum and a 15 to 20-minute defenses for just a C. I mean, some of my classmates presented on African-American experiences in post-war Germany, senatorial propaganda in ancient Rome, etc. Very detailed, very heady stuff, for most of us, that is. For the entire semester, however, one of the basketball players went to only two class two classes. On the last day of the presentations, on the last day of the semester, he was the last presenter. His entire history project, a PowerPoint called Michael Jordan is the greatest player ever. <laughs> nice. It was basically Love a it. slideshow with pictures of Michael in action <laughs> and him saying, Come on. Or, Come on. I mean <laughs> Come on, or I mean, look at that. I mean, look at that. I mean, look at that. I mean, come on. I mean, look at that. For something or something is along this those me? lines. This is what I would do. <laughs> for, amazing. For 15 minutes, 15 long minutes. I mean, look at that. Minutes. Come on. The faculty <laughs> members were apoplectic. No one asked him any follow-up questions in the stunned silence that followed. I guess somehow, though, that was good enough for spring semester because he played through the rest of the season. They missed the tournament. <laughs> For the twenty-second year in a row. <laughs> oh my god! Come that's on, awesome. look at that. That's amazing. <laughs> that's so good. Yeah, that's, what an evil. We have to that's, add that to the yeah. uh, far from it. Uh, yeah. Saying, <laughs> come on, yeah, come look on, at look at that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one, gentlemen. Uh, now this isn't basketball related, but uh, trust me, I've had plenty of basketball stories. I was a student manager at Nebraska for three seasons under Tim Miles, friend of the show, friend of the program. Love it. But this became relevant because Titus said he's going to Columbus for the Ohio State Notre Dame game. As a Nebraska alum and fan, I should hate both schools in this game, but the opportunity was presented to me to have a ticket for the game, and the horseshoe is is on my must-see venue list. Uh, My friend who offered me to go to this game is a diehard, borderline psychotic Notre Dame fan. There'll be six of us, and the guy who organized the trip texted me this week that he ordered every guy coming up on this trip a customized white Notre Dame jersey. I was assigned number 69. As not a Notre Dame fan and not a jersey guy whatsoever, what the hell do I do with a number 69 Notre Dame jersey with my nickname on the back once the weekend ends? Send it to So, us. yeah, he has yeah, the yeah, he's like, what is, yeah, yeah, we'll it. hang it up in the studio. Yeah, yeah. what the hell? Kyle will wear it. Kyle would wear it. Yeah, Kyle the, will wear it. That's the move. Kyle will definitely we'll wear it. give it to Kyle. What's the nickname? And, dude, should that be our wedding gift to Kyle as a collective? A show? <laughs> yeah. as, the, as a show, we just give Kyle a jersey. And, and we don't he explain. thinks we made the jersey part. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. don't explain the joke to him. Like, what? what is the nickname? Yeah. It's going to be like, 
I don't know. I know. But when Kyle Hopefully opens it, we just say, come on. I mean, look Kyle. at that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Look, look at yeah. that. That's all we'll we just don't... keep saying to him. And he's like, what's wrong with you guys? He's like, yeah. did you guys actually order this or what? Yeah, we don't explain the premise to him at all. We just give him the jersey yeah. and, and we say congrats on the wedding, buddy. <laughs> Kyle got me a breathalyzer for my birthday, by the way. That was a good gift. Did he really? Yeah. Do those work? Like, yeah. like are those? Yeah. I think if 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 you can get sued for tweets, you should be able to <laughs> use your own personal breathalyzer to get off. <laughs> yeah, for, you should just say like, oh, it's I, like getting I'll, your I'll own doctor. To my house, <laughs> like your second <laughs> yeah. opinion. Yeah, you yeah. ask the cops to follow to your house to go yeah, get your yeah, own breathalyzer. Yeah. So you guys can follow me to my house. I'm gonna drive there. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm gonna drive there. <laughs> follow, follow me. Just trust me, bro. <laughs> yeah, follow me if you can. Keep up. All right, next one. Hey, Jim, Westchester County sounds like a lovely place. Never been there, but it sounds lovely. This guy just wrote mm. that just so I'd read this. Um, and it worked. Nice. Anyway, I went to Virginia during the Jeff Jones, Pete Gillen era. Not exactly the halcyon days of Virginia basketball. On the brighter side, this allowed my group of friends to sit front row every single game during our four years, right by the opponent's bench. Because we rarely had much to cheer about. One game during our first year, my buddy and I went all in support for the opposing team's walk-on pleading with his coach to put him in the game saying we want whatever the player's name was we may have made impromptu signs i don't know the memories are hazy but the player drank it up and his team won handily since this was the days of early internet i looked up i looked him up on the school's directory and emailed him and said thanks for being a good sport to my surprise, he emailed back the next day and said he appreciated it, and we were pronouncing his name wrong the entire time. Uh, we, we stayed in touch, and a month or two later, he offers my buddy and I a couple of tickets to the uh, ACC tournament. We go and sit with his dad a few rows from the court for the entire tournament. So close, in fact, that Wojo ripped down our Virginia flag and stomped on it on his way to the locker room prior to the 1-9 game that Thursday night. A nearby usher had the gall to reprimand us, not Wojo, over the incident. Oh my God. Classic Wojo. Mm -hmm. Unlike Titus, our hero for one his senior year, so we spent three ACC tourneys in the friends and family section with his dad, jeering Wojo the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Mm -hmm. That's God, great. Great story. That is a great yeah. story. Great Virginia story. Yeah. And also, Pete Gillen's the man. You know what I mean? Like, playing for Pete Gillen had to be hilarious. Pete Gillen is just like funny when he talks. Uh, I mean, yeah. God rest his soul, that. Pete Gillen. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still can't believe that happened. <laughs> like, on live TV. That, was that this year? Yeah, that dude. Was this tournament, right? That, was this that, tournament. that feels like somehow five years and ago. Then, and amazing. then Kentucky loses to St. Peter's and the direct chat. <laughs> disappears for the broadcast the next day <laughs> oh, never forget man. that happened that, uh, that was yeah. what, that was hysterical i gotta write that down on my big board of like great things that happen in college basketball <laughs> that That's excellence in journalism yeah. yeah great ducking what what a great duck <gasps> i mean that was that was not a dodge that was a duck oh man oh, these are man. good emails that's great I, long that's all the emails, emails today dude. Perfect. Titus and Tate at gmail.com. Um, keep sending them in, man. This is this has been fun. We are in the preseason. We've officially I don't know. We got should we keep this going during the season, Tate? I think we gotta like I don't know. I don't know how people feel about it, but I, I certainly enjoy it. I don't know. I think yeah, nice I enjoy it. 
I, I think I, I think we I think we still have to keep them up. We just gotta you know fi- figure out the good ones, give them their spot, pepper them in, you know yeah, I mean? every so often. Yeah, because uh, otherwise we're just gonna talk about brownie nonstop, and the we, we need some yeah. we need some emails to break Stop it. Stop the visits. <laughs> uh, any shout outs before we go from either of you? I got one. Go ahead. Well, I got two. Uh, one is shout out Titus for becoming uh, Brownie's Brian Windhorst. Pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> That is you true. Are, that is true. Yeah, I was you're be you're like, him now. Be like, you're yeah. Ronnie Windhorst is now your Ronnie, name. <laughs> Ronnie Windhorst. Ronnie chose the spicy mustard as he dipped his chicken finger into the spicy mustard. He took two bites of it. He uh, And then he smiled. And, and remember, LeBron's a basic guy. He just likes ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Um, oh, man. That's all right. Uh, That's both- fine. I'll, I'll yeah. pivot to that. That'll be a good uh, career move for me. I think. <laughs> and honestly, that. it might be more lucrative. I'm not even kidding. Like if I just oh, become no, the guy that tweets about brownie, I'd probably make more money and have far more success in this business. Yeah, <laughs> and I feel like Parker can help somehow. I yeah. feel like you got to reach out to Parker. Like he'll he'll help boost the brownie content. I'm in. I'm in. Let's do it. Uh, by the way, with Parker, uh, Dick Vitale went to Seton Hall. I know, I know was, he went yeah, to Seton Hall, but we're just trying to. It would have been funnier if he did that, but it it was cool to see all the media people like where they went to school. You know what I mean? Because it it does kind of flat. You know what I mean? Because even a, a Seth Davis, you're like, yes, of course, Jay but Billis, of course. I guess you know. this is why, like, I, Parker's such a genius, is because like I think if you put Vitel with the Duke logo, it, it immediately tells everybody this is a troll. But he's, yeah. he's, he does a good enough job of making it look like... He put the real universities, like he yeah. like doxed us. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he went and checked Ro- our degrees. <laughs> Rothstein at the College. Shout out. Yeah. He, put, yeah. he puts no, uh, Tate, Tate for yours. What, what did you get in the, the, the class, the paper class, the B plus class? B minus. B minus. B minus. Yeah. He puts yeah. North Carolina, the parentheses, <laughs> B minus, and the... FM studies. And the Honestly, FM studies yeah. class. <laughs> really tough class. Really tough class. Like, it's definitely different for certain people in the class, I think. Oh, God. <laughs> and then uh, I just want to say thoughts and prayers for everyone you guys spoiled Game of Thrones for. Good job. The Queen what, what, what? Oh, oh. Oh, yeah. No. Nice. Good job, Nice. Jim. Yeah. <laughs> I see, you did a I good see job. What you shout out. I see what you, uh, yeah. That's a nice full bow tie on the episode, though, because it, it <laughs> yeah, Jim, come back to the queen. Jim, what's your, what's your, let's, your, we won't do top five, maybe your top three memories of the queen. <laughs> uh, number one, when she was fucking Pete Davidson. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number two, when she call, caused 9 11. And, uh, number three, uh, when she killed JFK. Which, <laughs> Yeah, those are, those are three big Who could ever What was that Gottlieb thing? Can I be sued? What's going on? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, she's dead, right? Okay. She's dead. She can't sue you. She can't sue you. She can't sue you. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, the king can. The king can. I, saw, I just saw that uh, the Bills and the Rams tonight, the NFL, are doing a moment of silence. To, like, I got to say, man, that's – I don't know. Never mind. I thought we won the war. That's what I'm saying, yeah. dude. Like, I thought this was America. By the yeah. way, you know um, Prince William's kids are in line above Prince Harry, the brother. So, like, that kid, like, could become one of, like, his oldest son could become King Joffrey at, like, nine years old. And, like, yeah, exactly. the guy who married Meghan happened. Markle, like, he he's not in line for he, that. He's, like, that's fifth why, in order. Yeah. 
But that's why Crazy. he bounced. So then he's going to kill him. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that the guy, the, the Meghan Markle guy, is the guy that bounced to America? Yeah, he did. To, yeah. He, went to, he went to go live next to Oprah and then was like, if I live next to Oprah, I can be king of the North Americas. And then right. Oprah was like, I'm not I'm not a king or anything. And he's like, what? Everyone says you're queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everyone says, yes, queen. Yeah, like, that's like, K-W-E-E-N. He's like, so is Beyonce the queen? Like, what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm confused. Um. So say that again, Jim. The the oldest son, son. <laughs> never mind. Who cares? Like, yeah, how many people have to die? William's son is next. Yeah, it's, it's William. William's going to be after Charles, and then after William will be his. I his, will say his like, sons are. Yeah, they're in order, not Harry. Harry. Maybe just, part uh, of the reason you know. I don't care about the royal family is that the the plot lines are kind of boring because there's not enough. Like you watch Game of Thrones, and guys are mm-hmm. guys and gals are dying left and right, and getting murdered, right. and like you know, yeah. There's there's it's, it's crazy. Yeah, they um, need dragons. They need Maybe dragons. Still be alive yeah, they need they dragons. dragons. Right. I, I I agree. They need they some need more dragons. like spicing it up, you know, and like the queen. Yeah, I I would love for there to be a power vacuum now with the queen, but apparently there's a guy that's already in line. They've already named a king. Mm-hmm. How did they have an election? It's Diana's so Diana's. It was <laughs> Prince Charles. Diana's widow. Yeah, Prince Charles. <laughs> I I no no longer. But you can't if you say Prince Charles now. I think you get like is he is, um, so is he literally king right out, now? It's like illegal. So does it happen? Does it happen right yeah. now? It's like yeah, it's already it's already they're already he put out a, a memo and it was like from King Charles. Dude, that's too soon. <laughs> you know, like yeah, he doesn't exactly. have to take the name Charles either. He could like change it. I think um the I just heard on the radio the Queen's either husband or father when he became king, he went by King George, but his name was actually like Alfred or something. See that's fraudulent. Dude. I, mm-hmm. I, I I cannot. He's like, I'd be rather be King also, George the Eighteenth. Meanwhile, his name's like you know Freddie. King Charles named Carolina King Charles the First. So it's based off the Latin of Charles. So there you go. So King Charles is back on top. It is really Coach is. K? Okay, Carolina's back on top. <laughs> <laughs> it really is bonkers that anybody calls themselves king in 2022. Yeah, no, it's like, pretty you're really wild. About it, yeah. You're like, this yeah. guy is actually the king of England. What what are we doing here? It's insane. It's stupid. Well, and it's there's also dumb. like a, there, there's like a prime minister also, you know? So it's like, there's also They're a guy mess. who's like actually doing all the work. He's like, he's like, wait a second. Can I get some respect? England, you're a mess. Get it together, dude. Yeah. Get it together. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right. Do you have shout out state? Uh, shout out Carolina football. Yeah, I mean, dude. What a game. A oh my God. Yeah, 2-0. Oh my God! What a game! That was the most ridiculous thing <laughs> I've ever been a part of. But luckily, I was back home in North Carolina with my family, so and we all could commiserate together. The uh, commiserate the the W, right? The, oh, I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, but like the the, the commiserate the idea of defense dying. Yeah, yeah, my yeah, very yeah. Eyes. <laughs> Like, you, there's honestly something to be said about giving up 40 points in the fourth <laughs> quarter. Like, I, I don't even think you roll out a defense at that point. I think you just let the other offense just like go up against nothing and maybe they screw up. I mean, that that is what it I'm was. It was like I was at. watching a video game where the sliders got messed with or something. And, and yeah, the, the tackling was turned all the way down. And <laughs> it, it was like the most ridiculous. It was like anything is possible in this game. My dad couldn't even watch it. My dad. I mean, my dad can barely watch a game anyway, but he's just like outside, like blowing leaves because he's like, I'm going to have a heart attack if I keep watching this. Yeah, the, uh, that kind of game. And it wasn't even the wildest college football game of the opening weekend with LSU and Florida State. Exactly. I mean, that was that was awesome. That was bonkers too, dude. Football being back. Brian Kelly, the only SEC coach to lose in week one. I mean, that's that's 
I couldn't ask. I hate that Brian Kelly's at LSU because I want to like LSU. So like ever since I, I, I I used to make fun. I've always liked LSU. Dude, I used to, I used to love making fun of the guys like Priscilla who just go to one LSU game and then are like, this is my new favorite college football team. And I'm like, come on, man. Like it doesn't, you can't do that. You can't just go to one game and like pretend like now you're a Cajun and and all that. Um, but then I did it and now I understand it. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, once, yeah, yeah, once you go to like, is like an adopted city of mine after what we did to Mr. K down there. Once you go to one, game on a saturday night bad rouge it really does like you, you I, i'm not like an lsu fan but like there's a party that's like that was pretty sick and i have an affection for this place now moving forward uh but then they hired brian kelly and i i can't get over that because i yeah. that dude sucks that dude's the absolute worst. i think i think he gets bought out like not maybe not this year but i think eventually like they're gonna turn on him and he's already like being sassy with the media down there and like just doesn't work like that, especially because Coach O is the the opposite of this guy. So everyone was so used to Coach O, and now it's like, wait a minute, we have like a dictator emphasis in Dick, yeah, like, telling us what to do. Like, no, I, <laughs> I will not stand for this. Yeah, especially if you don't win. Like, get get over it. My 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 two shout outs. Uh, I I went to my high school today. Um, and and oh, Brownsburg yeah. High School. Uh, I was invited back to speak to the class, which was I don't I don't really know what the hell I said. Um, but uh. I, I have two Brownsburg related <laughs> shout outs. Um, like I, yeah, every t- in my mind, quickly in my mind, it's, I think it's you with like a 34 slide Mark Titus yeah. basketball yeah. and you just going, come on. Yeah, look, come at that. That. <laughs> look at that. <laughs> I'm playing Mr. Rainmaker video over and over. Yeah, exactly. like, come on. Freeze frame. Look at that. I mean, that form. be serious. Look at this shit. I mean, look at that. Do you see this? Do you see this? Um, no, uh, the, the, I, I was speaking to like, they, they have like a broadcast class there. It's crazy, dude. Like it's crazy what these high schools have. Like it's, it's freaking wild. It like, like a they, college class. It's like a college, like they have, they, they, yeah. What, what, so it's like all these kids that want to get into broadcasting and I, um, I went in and spoke a little bit and I told him what I tell every group of kids that I speak to, which is be friends with Greg Oden and you know, the rest will be easy for you. Um, good luck kids. And then I walk out of the room. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Find your Greg Oden. I have two Brownsburg related shout outs. Number one this week, Cannon catchings, who is a uh, high school basketball player for the Brownsburg Bulldogs in Brownsburg, Indiana, uh, committed to Purdue Tate. So he mm. is Tamika catchings of Indiana fever fame, uh, Tamika catchings nephew. And he plays, oh, wow. he plays at my high school and he's going to Purdue. So, um, you know, did did I grease the wheels as a Purdue booster? Did I make this happen? I don't know. I don't know. It sounds like I, it. I, I, I won't answer either way. I just I'll just say people are asking. Don't you tell them by the bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's all it took. Um, no, he committed Purdue, and that's exciting because uh, I will. Uh, that is cool. I will root for any any Brownsburg guys. There's a there's a uh, um, a Brownsburg alum on Butler this year. Actually, he's been on the, the team for a couple of years, but he's going to have a bigger role. Pierce Thomas on uh, Butler, so I'm really mm. excited about him. Um, but yeah, shout out to Love shout that. out to Cannon Catchings committee to Purdue, uh, and then great name, yeah, and then shout out to the Brownsburg High School football team, your newly crowned number one team in the entire state you're of not Indiana, first or last, and the highest division of football in the state of Indiana. This is not like we're not some like cow town that's like you know no football school like you we are, are a football, football school. school through and through. Yeah, we are the best high school football team in the state of Indiana. After four weeks, hang the banner. Let's not play the state tournament. Let's call the season off, except for stop the visit. Stop the visit. <laughs> Hang the banner right now. The dogs are number one, bitch. Um, but we do play Avon tomorrow night. Our rivals, oh. uh, those scumbags from the south. Um, are you gonna be there, dude? No. So here's the thing. I 
I'm going to the uh, former Ohio State player basketball dinner tomorrow night. So I'm driving Good. over to Columbus. I've been like going back and forth from Indy to Columbus. Um, and uh, I've, I've been here like all week. But uh, yeah, I, I, I booked the trip to come back for that. And then I realized it's Avon week. And I was like, damn, I really shot myself in the foot there. I blew that. So like part of me like mm-hmm. wants to go, but I, I was, I was talking to some of the, uh, the coaches and administrators and they're feeling pretty good, but it like kind of worries me. They're sticking their chest out. Cause they're like, nah, you don't need to come to the game. You, we all know what's going to happen. We're going to beat the hell out of them. And I was like, on the one hand, love the confidence. On the other hand, <laughs> I don't think yikes, like that. dude. Yeah. Cause this is, <laughs> we're ranked number one in the state now. And, uh, Avon's terrible. Yeah. They're terrible. They're 0 3. They they are dog shit. They've always been dog shit. Everyone knows it. But uh um, I don't know, man. Rivalry games, you throw the records out. I'm a little worried. Exactly. But, uh, yeah. I don't like I don't like that tone that they're giving. I want to shout out. Yeah, I think you're gonna be fine. I did want to shout that out. And and while I'm doing the Indiana thing, um, I I was in Plymouth, Indiana the other day, by the way. Don't ask me why. I try to keep my private life private, but uh I, I was up in Plymouth, Indiana, and I was going to take a picture of it and send it to you and Jim. Because we've been doing a lot of Scott Skiles content on the show. Yeah. Uh, a lot of Plymouth, Indiana stuff, and uh, <laughs> can't help ourselves. And and basically, I was driving through, and I, I saw like we were approaching Plymouth, and I was like, "Here we go!" And I'm like rubbing my hands, like waiting for like the home of Scott Skiles sign and all that. Dude, I literally didn't even realize we were in Plymouth. Like we like rolled through, and then I was like, "What just happened?" I was like, "Where we go?" I didn't even see a welcome to Plymouth side or anything. I was, I was, I was, uh, yeah, it was, it was the wildest thing. I, I so there, there's no it. Scott Skiles love no. in Plymouth. I mean, there might be at the high school, but there wasn't like the sign coming into town that was like home of. We should build a statue of Scott Skiles. We should in Plymouth for him. And he's giving the finger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just double birds <laughs> off the highway. Welcome to Plymouth. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, <laughs> you're not welcome here. Yeah, so shout out. Uh, shout man. out to in one game. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's put the statue where he crashed that grandma's car. Or whatever that story <laughs> was. Amazing. Uh, yeah, so um, yeah, that's it. But uh, go dogs, beat Avon. We're going to beat the hell out of him. But yeah, man, that's that's all I have. It's it's good to be back home. I'm ready to come back to LA, though. A little too much Midwest. It's a. Uh, how far is that drive back and forth from Columbus? It's, yeah, it's, how far is that? It's three like... hours. It's mm, been three hours. So I've been. I've been yeah, but I, I've, that's I've like, been, like just doable where it's like I can do it, but it's like, yeah, <laughs> it's just long enough. Well, yeah. Like, yeah, this sucks. <laughs> I, I wanted to come for the, the dinner tomorrow because it's the former. Play. It is a cool thing that we do. And like all the, you know, the old heads are there. Like one year, uh, Havlicek and Lucas were both there. And I was like blown away oh, by cool. that. And Gary yeah, Williams awesome. came back one year and gave a speech because he <laughs> coached yeah. at Ohio State before he went to Maryland. And he came back. Yeah, I love Gary Williams. This um so like there, there's a lot of cool it's it's a cool thing and i love that that uh i think i don't know if coach might have started it but coach holman's kept it going and i wanted to come back for that and then i realized the notre dame was game was going on so i was like i'm just gonna make it a week-long plus trip but then now it's too much it's too much and it's too much it's too much family time it's too much like sneezing because of the allergies i have and then it's just putting on weight yeah, yeah putting on weight midwest eating deep fried <laughs> Getting gravy yeah. on everything. Chicken pasta yeah. or whatever the hell it was called. Chicken noodles. <laughs> Chicken and noodles, yeah. So mm-hmm. um all right, that's it. You guys got any other anything else? I, I have one other story that's real it. quick about that, like like that guy saying, Come on and uh look at that. <laughs> I mean, look at that, like for 15 minutes. One of my friends was once at a Yankee game, it was Yankees Red Sox, and he was sitting out in right field, and Trot Nixon was playing right field for the Red Sox. This is at Yankee Stadium. Yeah. And he said, some guy in their section. The whole game, every time Trot Nixon was out there in right field, the whole time he'd say, Trot, Trot, seriously, Trot, Trot, seriously. 
<laughs> so by like the fifth inning, this guy's doing it the whole time. Finally, Trotnickson looks over his shoulder, like glances, and the guy's just like, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> My friend said that, and their whole section went crazy. <laughs> 15 minutes like two hours probably fifth inning trot trot seriously trot seriously come on trot you suck <laughs> yankees fans going crazy like, yeah, everyone went nuts. yeah like throwing beers in the air what i wouldn't give to see that presentation oh, that the basketball player just said i know the same I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, no, if I ever, if I, I ever have look a son, at Google image. like, I'm going to make them Michael do Jordan that presentation in, like, it. fifth grade. Like, my son comes to me, he's like, I got a biology presentation. I didn't do it. I'm like, well, I got an idea for you. <laughs> <laughs> Just show clips of Michael Jordan. Show clips. I'm going to give you 15 clips of Michael Jordan. You're going to go in there with confidence. You're going to show it to your class. And if your teacher says anything, just say, I learned it. I learned about the best player <laughs> in basketball last night. <laughs> what if the teacher's a LeBron guy, though? I need I need one of well, these. They'll uh, learn something. They'll finally learn something. I need one of these uh, uh, Nick Wright, Skip Skip Shannon <laughs> type uh, Jordan Lebron people that they can't get enough arguing Jordan Lebron to just 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 steal this and just show clips and just say come yeah. on over and over. That's genius. I I, I love that. That's so I good. think Skip should do that. Like he's uh, he works with us. Company man. My 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 final shout out. Uh, just to <laughs> come back shout full circle. Shout out Evan Turner. Uh, Evan, I'm sorry. I apologize. I formally apologize for using your content. But uh, the beef is squashed. Eight. I, I need Parker yeah. to make the graphic. This is beef squashed. <laughs> beef squashed or Tipton. Our guy Tipton, Joe Tipton, Tipton. He's also a friend of the program. The Tipton. That, that's what we, I, I really will start paying them for that. I need to actually reach out to them. And be like, how do I pay you to make a graphic that says beef squashed? Like, remember remember when uh. <laughs> When Kay lost at home to Carolina, and we said we, we should do a or no, it was Tatum. Some Tatum, some happened yeah. with Tatum, and we were like, we need to put out a graphic that says "Legacy colon tarnished" with a big stamp. Yeah, tarnished. Yeah. <laughs> Just put out a graphic that says "Tarnished." Yeah, with a tarnished stamp on it. Yeah. That's yeah. It. Yeah. I want that. I want squash. I want beef squash. Yeah. Squash. <laughs> and it's like the fifty Picture. cent Kanye yeah. of you and Evan. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, all right, that's the show. Uh, have a great weekend, everybody. Uh, football is back. Long live the queen, I guess, if that's what we're supposed to yep. say to pay our respects. Uh, we will see you. And pay your respects to the king. Yeah. Like, tip of the cap to the king. Yeah. That's true. Uh, Bronny James, I agree. Ohio State. <laughs> uh, <laughs> see you guys next week. I mean, look at that. Come on.